We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. It's a pastor, John Lukomsky here, wishing you a beautiful St. Patrick's Day. Here we are in beautiful Dublin, and I have next to me. <laughs> Come on, you don't have an Irish accent there, no do Irish you? Irish accent. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, pastor Matt Youngblood O'Clark. How about that? Oh, At least add an O oh, to the Clark. name. That's, that's Irish sounding, right? <laughs> uh, what's Irish? What's Irish, dear Matt? And and sits out uh, in in your backyard. What's Irish and sits out in your backyard? They're on the yeah. What's Irish and sits out there? I don't know. John, patio what's... furniture. Hey, oh, patio, patio furniture. furniture. Of course, of course. <laughs> Holy cow! And this is of course. Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I uh, So you're having a bit of the green beer today, are you, Matt? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> After this, you'll probably After have this. a whole pitcher of green beer. <laughs> what do they do there at at at, uh, at Ted Drew's? Do they have anything special there for St. Patty's Day? Green ice cream, I would think. Or? I'd have to check it. You know, oh, I, I, it's an excuse to go to Ted Drew's. I, I think I'll go is, check that out just to see what they've got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did we say? Oh, yeah, we did say this is wrestling with the basics. That's right. <laughs> okay, it's amazing, you know, to, to work with with genius like that's uh, <laughs> what comes over here who can just you know pull this Irish accent out of his back pocket like nothing. He's a true thespian. It's the only accent I have. So this is the one day out of the. I was so excited. It's going to be on on St. Patty's Day. Oh, so, this is great. So when you, when you impersonate Luther, that's why he always sounds like he's <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Well, though, I do have an English oh, accent. Luther sounds English, because I don't have a German <laughs> accent. I don't do that. Luther so, sounds uh, British. Well. <laughs> so, all right, so here's the thing. You, you told us a story. This was your story, well, it came from the Bible, about yes. God testing Abraham. Yeah, that was last week. It was and, tough yeah, one. Tough, tough one. one. But he passed the test with yes. flying colors. Yes. So I want to share with a story, though, that touches on the issue about what if you don't pass the test? Ooh. What if you don't pass the test? Yikes. Okay. Yeah, that's something we don't like to think about. Yeah. 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 So great for Abraham. But but I yeah. like you said, I don't know if God came to me and said to sacrifice myself. Well, of course, I wouldn't do it because he says thou shalt not kill. But if yes. I didn't have that commandment, I don't think I would have done it. Yeah. No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you'd be able to sacrifice your own son or daughter to stand over there with that knife. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I don't think I could. And, and you know, like we said last week, there's so, so much smaller sacrifices that, that we don't even make for the Lord. Yeah. So here's the story I'd like to go to. I'd like to go okay. to the story of Jacob wrestling with God. Okay. Which, ironically, at first glance, does seem to be the same story about a guy who actually passes the test, but... but I'm going to hopefully show you that, no, that's not what the, it's not what the, and I don't think about Abraham passing the test. I think that was the point of that story either. But anyway, sure. you, you ready to go? Yeah, let, yeah let's you're do ready it. To let's go. do it. <laughs> my, my dear little leprechaun. I'm ready to go with that beer right about now, John. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
So if you would there, please, St. Matt, if you'd, if you'd read the story there from Genesis chapter 32, uh, verse 22. And Jacob, that's a fine Irish name, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, verse 22. What, 32 verse 32? Is that where, yeah, where you want yeah, to start? Yeah, that's where I want okay, to go. Yeah. Very good, very good. Okay, couldn't couldn't tell through the accent, so... <laughs> Okay. The, the rogue's a little heavy. I, I, I understand that, yes. <laughs> the same night he rose, uh, Jacob rose, and uh, took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 children, and he crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took with them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. Let's just stop right there mid-verse, if you don't mind. So tell everybody, what's going on here? What's this whole deal? What's the situation? What's the story? So this is, boy, we're following Jacob for quite a while here yep. through Genesis. And he has been at uh, Laban's place. Uh, and God has worked through Jacob's work to provide for him uh, pretty abundantly. So throughout a number of years of service there, he's accumulated two wives, Leah and uh, her sister, of course, that wasn't the plan, was it? He didn't no, really no, no, want no, to accumulate. No, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to. No, he was just uh, interested in the one sister, right? Right, Rachel. Um, yeah, Rachel, the good-looking one. The good-looking one, younger apparently. one. Yeah, the younger, good-looking sister. Uh, but uh, Laban, who's a little sneaky, uh, says, "Well, that's our custom that we got to marry off the older one first. And so uh, he, he sneaks their wedding day, their wedding night. Uh, it, he. He discovers uh, the next morning, really, that it's it's Leah. It's not Rachel. What happened? Yeah, so do not. Shazam. This is why we don't use the veils in the weddings anymore. Right. Don't you want to know? You're getting what you're trying to get. That's don't right. let anyone switch. Yeah, and as far as you're trying to get, in terms of deception, maybe you ought to push the story back a little further. How, how does this whole story begins with with Jacob? Well, I mean, the reason he leaves home, yeah. skips town, is because he's, he's really in fear of his own life. So you might remember, well, we just talked about Isaac last week, right? You know, so yeah. Isaac's a young man last week, and his dad, Abraham, almost sacrifices him at God's command. Uh, but God intervenes. Well, now Isaac is all grown up. In fact, he's an yeah. old man. Uh, and he's going to give this blessing, this birthright, uh, to well, his older son, Esau, right? Yeah, because he's a manly man. He's, he's a man's man. man. Yeah, hairy man guy. of the field. He's hunting. He's hairy. Yeah. Uh, what's not to love? Uh, Jacob, it sounds like he stays at home and, and he's with mom oh, most wimp. of the time. Oh. Wimp. <laughs> and a clever wimp, though, apparently. Yeah. And, and so is mom, pretty clever and shifty. And uh, so mom's, uh, with, with mom's help, Jacob disguises himself uh, with, with animal hair because he's got to look, feel hairy like a Esau because dear old dad's up there in years and he doesn't have much side anymore. So yeah. he's going to be do some feeling and smelling and, and uh, <laughs> Jacob pulls it off. He tricks his dad uh, into thinking that he's his brother, and he brings him in that tasty stew that his dad likes to eat, and he ends up late blessing Jacob, and uh, Esau's left out in the cold. You know, and it's kind of interesting, because so last week the tension was, because uh, we got to have a child to receive the blessing, yes. right? Yep. We had yep. the promise, promise. there's going to be this descendant that will be the Messiah, all nations will be blessed. Yes. So that was the tension for Abraham, because he only had one son. Well, I killed this son, then who's going who's gonna to have the blessing? But for Isaac, that's actually, the, we've got two sons, twin sons, so which one gets the blessing? And you're right. So uh, Rachel and no, it's not Rachel. It's Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca and uh, uh, Jacob pull off this little uh, switcheroo and everything. So uh, Jacob gets the blessing rather than Esau. But this is kind of Jacob's M.O., you know, this, this oh, yeah. trickery. And in fact, 
so like you mentioned, they're they're twins, and they they come out, and um, the uh, Esau comes out, but Jacob's grabbing onto his heel. Yeah. So yeah. The Jacob, I think the name literally means heel grabber, someone who trips someone up, and uh, and we see that from birth that's the case, and then even throughout his life, he's kind of a schemer, tripping up people, and and kind of conniving really too. So. Uh, yeah, tricks your old dad. Well, you can imagine uh, Esau comes back from the field. Um, he was going to prepare this tasty stew for dad, and he does, but he's too late. And he goes in, and dad's kind of flabbergasted. You know, sorry, Esau, I already blessed someone. I guess <laughs> too, it was late. Yeah. too late. Um, and as you can imagine, Esau, the older brother, is furious. In, uh, in fact, I think his exact words were, when I find I'm gonna Jacob, ca- I'll, I'm gonna kill, I'll him. kill him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad enough to kill him. And so uh, at, at mom's suggestion, Jacob skips town and he goes to live with uh, with Laban, who is a relative of his, yep. kind of an uncle Laban, uh, and he, he works for him. And, and you so, get the whole two oh, then, sister well, yeah, then daughters. He's, yeah, he's yeah. there for quite a few years. Um, he works seven years for, for to, to marry uh, Rachel, and, and then there's the switcheroo, and he works another, and gets Lee and said he works another seven years. Uh, in order to to marry uh, Rachel, it looks like he gets her right away. But then he has to still work seven yeah, years for that. And, for and, that and meanwhile, privilege. his father's still trying to cheat him out of stuff and everything. Oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, he kind of meets his match in Laban. I think you know the <laughs> schemer Jacob. You know, Laban is a schemer too for sure, and uh, meets his match there. So it's yeah, it's it's this it's this whole account, and yet. In this account, as all these accounts in Genesis, we keep in mind that, like you pointed out, that overarching promise of this Messiah, the Savior, that God's going to bring into the world through this messed up family uh, that has Abraham as its father. Yeah, I like that thought. They were a messed up family. Oh, it's, it wasn't it's like, a like soap they opera. were. No, it's yeah, and yet they're the ones. They're the ones that are going to. The promise is still going to be fulfilled, no matter how messed up they yeah. are. And hope for us because we're pretty messed up, yeah. and our families are pretty messed up too. I'm sure. So, <laughs> and yet he's still making promises to our families in baptism and in the supper. Amen. Um, so anyway, so back to our story for today. So now it's 50 years later and, and, uh, uh, Jacob is going back to meet his brother Esau. Uh, it actually doesn't look like it's going to go too good though, because the servants have come and said, yeah, Esau is coming with 400 men. Uh-oh. What's that all about? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, and, and so now if you wouldn't mind, pick up the story. Jacob has put his family on the other side of the river. Keep them safe. He's alone. Uh, uh, they're awaiting uh, the morning and the arrival of Esau. And so if you would start in verse... Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just real quick. Yeah. And then we'll see. He'll, he sends them, his family in front of him, you know, oh, later his flocks yeah. and everything else. And <laughs> he kind of sends the, the less his less favorite yeah, yeah, family members yeah. first and then saves his more favorite for last just in case Esau is ticked off, you know, <laughs> maybe by the time, you know, he gets these gifts and meets some of the family, he won't be quite as mad when, when he meets Jacob. <laughs> when he gets but, to yeah, Jacob. It's like, oh, Jacob. But anyway. Okay, right. here we are by himself on the, the banks of the river, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Verse 24. 25. Oh, 20, 24. Yeah. And when Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him... <laughs> Until the breaking of the day. And, and of course, that that's really important that it's a man because maybe it's Laban. Maybe Laban's come back to reclaim his two daughters, you know, because they kind of took off on Laban. That really wasn't. Yep, yep. Uh, maybe it's Esau showing up a day early or something. Uh, so at this point, uh, Jacob doesn't know who he's wrestling with. He thinks he's wrestling with a man. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Under the cover yeah. of darkness. Who is this? Uh, and, 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 and the point that I uh, draw from this is Jacob's been spending his whole life wrestling. Really, if you think about it, he's had all kinds of problems, all kinds of struggles. No, nothing's really gone good for him. 
Uh, and a lot of it is because of his own deceitfulness, like, yeah. like you pointed sure. out. Uh, but but what we need to realize is really there's only one person you're wrestling with, and, and that is God. Uh, we've all got struggles. Maybe we don't get along with our brother or our father-in-law, or maybe we're struggling with some kind of illness, cancer, heart disease. There's any number of illnesses you can struggle with, and the older you get, the more likely you're going to struggle with that. Maybe it's financial problems, whatever. But if it's true that God is sovereign... If it's true that he's the one absolutely in control, if it's true that everything will be determined by his will, then really you're not wrestling with illness, you're not wrestling with family, you're not wrestling with financial problems. You're wrestling with God. That's the one you got to wrestle with because he's going to make determine what what all happens. Okay. Yeah. So that's my my thought right there. Yeah. Uh, any other comments or questions? You want to keep on reading or? No, I think we can keep on going. Yep. All right. Uh, so verse twenty five. Uh, when the man saw that he had not prevailed against Jacob. He touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day is broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men, (laughs) that's for sure, and have prevailed. And Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. And he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, which saying, for I have seen God face to face, and then yet my life has been delivered. All right, that, that's okay. probably a good place to stop. So what do you do? What do you, what do you make of that, Matt? We, we had a rather difficult passage with Abraham commanded to sacrifice his son. This is really a strange passage, a guy wrestling with God. Um, so what do you make of this? Yeah. <laughs> so wrestling, wrestling, a lot of wrestling. Now wrestling with the basics. Wrestling, wrestling with the with, basics. What do you expect? You're wrestling with the text here. Um, boy, yeah, it, it, it is strange that, that God would take on flesh here. Yep. Okay. At oh, least yep. for a time. Oh, well, that's and, a good point. Yeah. God you know, does that. He does take on flesh. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, boy, yeah. We, we, you know, I, I think that's, you know, first, I think that's, that's interesting, you know, that God does that. And, and we see even in this figure in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord, and it, it yeah, seems to yeah. be the, seems to be had, Jesus. Had him in last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before Jesus is uh, is conceived in Mary, yet he's this pre-incarnate figure here in the, you know, physically present even here in the Old Testament. And uh, here that, that certainly seems to be the case. Um, I Wrestling with Jacob, and then it seems like... <laughs> It seems as though Jacob kind of wins, you know. Yeah, he, he holds yeah. on to God, and in the end, God God blesses him. Um, but yet, <laughs> we see that God is really in control because, I mean, with, with just a touch, <laughs> his socket's put out of joint. I mean, if, if God wanted to get out of the the, the sleeper hold or whatever, yeah. no problem. So yeah. it's 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 an interesting setup here. And, and 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 that's exactly the point. I, I, a lot of our, our listeners don't don't realize this, but before I became a pastor, I actually had a rather uh, profitable career as a semi-professional wrestler. You you didn't know that either, did you? <laughs> I did not know that. You, you don't believe Quit that? For me. <laughs> Thank up. you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I know. So, did you have a name? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I did wrestle in high school. Well, okay. So I did wrestled, you have a nickname. I wrestled. I wrestled. I wrestled in gym in high school. So I know <laughs> you, you don't need nicknames in gym. In gym class. No, no, no. There was no nicknames. <laughs> no. Um, but the one thing I did remember from from gym class <laughs> is that the legs are absolutely important in wrestling. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, you you have to have they have to have him for the balance. You have to have him in order to have the leverage to flip a guy over. That's what the power is, right? And legs. Thank you. That's the exact phrase. That's what the that's what the coach said. You were you in my same gym class? <laughs> that's where the power. So you're right. Once, that was before my time, John. Once he touched him, you're right. It's over with. It's done. There's no way that he's going to yeah. win any battle. Yeah. And and I really appreciate what you said too. Honestly, do you think if God wanted to get away, he couldn't get away? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I think- no. I think God had the upper hand the whole time. We, we, we did this with our Sunday school kids, and I asked them, frankly, if you're wrestling with God, who's going to win? Well, I think we all know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so you, you made the perfect point. If, if, if Abraham's, or if Jacob is still holding on, it's because God is letting him yes. hold on. But now here's where I see the ditch in this text. Okay. Because you, you might read this text and conclude, well, okay, here's the point. When God puts you to the test... You need to be like Abraham. You need to be like Jacob. You need to just keep praying, keep calling upon God to bless you. You need to just keep holding on to God. Don't Whatever you do, don't let go of him. And if you do that, if you just keep praying and you keep holding on to God, then he will bless you. But see, here's I see the danger in that because we also have countless stories of where that isn't what happened, mm-hmm. where people failed the test, yep. where they didn't hold on to God. Uh, the children of Israel, they grumbled in the wilderness. They didn't trust the Lord, and yet... Well, even okay. Abraham himself, you know, lies about his wife being a sister and all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, tell him that story real quick. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it even happens twice, right? That um, Abraham, you know, goes to a foreign land, and he's worried that they're going to steal Sarah away from him, and so he lies that and says this is not his wife, but his sister, uh, rather than trusting that the Lord would, in fact, preserve his wife, this one that that, that God has blessed him with and is the mother of Isaac, uh, he acts out of fear. So, so we have these countless stories in the Old Testament as well of people who doubt, who have questions, and yet God still blesses them. Well, did not Jesus Christ himself cry out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And yet God still raises him from the dead. So, so here's the, the point. Uh, should we pray to God, especially when we're having struggles and trials? Yes. Pray without ceasing. Should we hold on to the Lord? Well, of course. We yep. don't want to fall away from faith. But what we have to grasp is that's not why God blesses us. It's not because we've passed the test. It's not because our faith is so strong. Well, look, look back at the text. Let, let's look at the text here. Can we okay. go back to the text for a second? There's sure. just a couple of things that are interesting here. Uh, uh, um, go back to this business there, uh, verse, uh, where, is it, where does it say that God says that the light is, it's getting light and you need to let go of me. Yeah, uh, where is that in there? We really should do this stuff before we get to. <laughs> there it is, verse, verse oh, 26, isn't it? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then he said, let go of me for the day has broken. There you go. And, and we already said if, if he wanted to get away, he could have got away oh, any time. Yeah. But but here's the reason he says that. Read the next, read what Jacob responds. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So so I, I think the point is, is when are you going to ask me for something, Jacob? We've been wrestling all night long. You've come to understand now that it's not a man, it's God. When are you going to ask me for something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and where I thought that was so relevant to us is, you know where God wrestles with us, Matt? You know where God wrestles with us? Because he's wrestling with us. He, he And actually, in a sense, in flesh and blood, he comes and wrestles with us. Uh, wherever the word of God comes into our yeah, lives. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. 
people that are listening to us right now, God is in your room. He's wrestling with you right now. He's walked in there, and in his word, he's wrestling with you. And, of course, in, in church, he actually does come in, in body and blood, and he wrestles with you there. But if you come into church, if you come to wrestling with the basics and then just walk away, well, no, you've missed the point. God is coming into your life because he wants you to ask him for something. Call out to him. Pray for a blessing. That's what it's all about. So don't wrestle with him all night long. Call out to him now. Call for that blessing. And what yep. was the blessing he gave Jacob? Because I think that's crucial, too. Yeah. Uh, your name will no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. And, and you know what I think is neat is he say, oh, you, you, you're not going to worry about Esau anymore. Because as you alluded, he does worry about Esau. Mm -hmm. Even after mm -hmm. this wrestling match, like you say, he's still finagling things because he's not sure what Esau will do. Of course, there's no reason for him to worry about Esau because, yeah, when he meets Esau, Esau is just glad to see him. There, there's no uh, anger. Hard I know. It's, yeah, he's yeah. eager to receive his brother back. Uh, but, but I'm just trying to say that when God blesses you, it doesn't mean your worries go away. The worries may remain, even though maybe you don't have any reason to worry. It doesn't get rid of all of Jacob's troubles, does it? Because remember, uh, uh, Jacob is the one whose favorite son yeah. will be brutally killed by wild animals, and it devastates him. And of course, if he knew the truth, that his son actually had been sold off into slavery by his brothers, he probably would have been even more devastated. Yeah. Uh, um, so, but the point is, and, and this is happening right now here on Wrestling with the Basics, a God who has come to wrestle with your life, he's going to change you from a Jacob to an Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, you alluded before. What what does the word Jacob mean? Yeah, yeah, heel grabber. Somebody trips someone up. Yeah, yeah. Somebody trips someone up. Yeah. A, a cheat, a liar, a deceit. Uh, Esau says you're you're rightfully named Jacob because you cheated me out of my birthright. Now you've cheated me out of my blessing. Um, and he takes us Jacobs. He takes us Jacobs, us sinners, and he makes us into Israels. What, what does Israel mean, Matt? Yeah, um, he strives with God and with and with men. And right. prevails. And prevails, yeah. But now you got to read the next verse so you understand how this works. How Because we are. Okay. Everyone listen to us. Whatever your worldly troubles are, in time, you will overcome them. You have already overcome the problem of God and his anger and his wrath for sin. Now, that's already been overcome for you, but here's how. Read, read what, what Jacob's response is in verse, what is it, 36? Yeah. 30, verse 30, verse 30. I'm sure. sorry. Uh, so Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my heart, my life has been delivered. My life has been what? Delivered. Yeah, he didn't say, I, 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 I was victorious. I, I was the conqueror. No, no, no. I realize now the reason I got this blessing was because I was delivered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's the thing. Uh, you can trust that you will prevail over man, over God. Uh, you are Israel's. Everyone listening to us right now, God is declaring this very moment, you are an Israel. Why? Because your faith was so good, because you're so strong and so wonderful. No, 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 because you have been delivered by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Is that not yeah. a wonderful message? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I think of uh, how, how Jesus wrestled with, with Satan yes. and his temptation, right? And and he does overcome Satan and, yep. and does what we can't do. And because we've been delivered by him, yeah, yeah, we our names are changed. And, We're and Israel. That, and that, thank you, because that's the whole thing. Sin, death, and the devil. We have been delivered from all those three things by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
All right. So, yes, keep praying. Yes, keep holding on. Uh, do be obedient to the Lord like, like Abraham was. But understand, no, no, you're going to receive the blessing, not because of any of those things. You do those things because you know the blessing has already guaranteed you in Jesus Christ. So thank you for letting me share that other side of the story, uh, that the blessings come because of God, uh, not necessarily because of our work or even how strong our faith may be. It was worth wrestling with this text. <laughs> I'm glad we did. And you know, we always wrestle with God's word, like I said. It wrestles with us. Yep. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Very good. Thanks for the new insight. Well, blessings to you, Matt, and all of our listeners.